1: So join me on this journey, speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things for new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons. You will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. Welcome today to Second Wind, the podcast. I have a fabulous woman. Again, I say that all the time, but they all are, and they all bring something so unique to the table. Today, I'm bringing Deb Podlager. Think of lager as in beer. (laughs) Kind of interesting that that's how we say your name. She's a mother. She's a wife who, through a series of events, became sober curious, which in turn brought us this fantastic thing she does on Instagram called mocktail.mom. And I, I don't know, I got fed some of these things and I was like, oh, she is awesome. She's she's a little firecracker. We need to get her on. Why, why is this going on? Why is she doing Mocktail Mom? So I sent a little message and you so graciously sent one back and here we are. And I love how that just organically happens. And of course, there is a good story here. And lots of lessons for us to learn. This is the third woman we've been speaking to on Second Win the Podcast about our alcohol habit. Mm. And I was just telling Deb in the beginning before we started, you know, I don't think I could be alcohol free right now if I didn't have options. Like you show people of the non-alcoholic wines and I got through the holidays with my non-alcoholic bubbly and- it was great, and if I didn't have that, I would have felt like I was missing something. And with Lyme disease, I can't have alcohol. Mm-hmm. So truth be told, probably this was supposed to happen, so I had to not have alcohol in my life. But then we have people like you to make it easier.
0: Oh, thank I don't.
1: You. Oh, you're so thank welcome, you. and I don't necessarily agree. There's different values and different ideas about it and mindsets about it, where you don't wanna replace one habit with another, So there's, there's the psychological part of it, the mindset part of it, all these things that we can all address. But I think it's also important to say, what the heck, why can't we have the thing that makes us feel like an adult and gives us a reason to sit and chat and not feel like we're missing out.
0: Totally. Totally.
1: I totally appreciate that.
0: Oh yeah. And I think, you know, for some people, a mocktail or non-alcoholic cocktail or whatever you want to call it can be a trigger you know? And so for, mm-hmm. if it is a trigger, if an alcohol-free wine is a trigger, obviously, you know, you don't want to be drinking that if it's going to trigger you to, to want to go, you know, if you're trying to stay away from alcohol, but um, for me, that makes if, you go back. Yeah, For me, it was the exact opposite. It kept me from mm-hmm. going back to my wine, my habit, you know, I I needed a replacement. I needed something that felt like an adult cocktail or felt like an adult drink. I didn't want to be drinking a Shirley Temple and, you know, tonic water for
1: the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And, and I appreciate that. So now we've brought three different, we're bringing three different approaches to this topic, which is so huge, especially for us women in our second win. So let's start, Deb, let's start with your that moment you you described it to me as a snowball of things and there was a lot of things and no one can fault you so let's talk about <laughs> and that and i think
0: that's a lot i think you know i'm 50 and i think there's a lot of women like me you know who wine became something to help soften the edges of the rough things that happen in life, for me, it helped me to numb from the pain of going through a divorce. Was probably the first thing. My daughter had been very sick when she was little. It was almost like post-traumatic stress after she was better and in remission and healthy. Like we had spent like 160 nights in the hospital when she was seven on a pediatric oncology unit. I mean, so there were a lot of hard things. I had had breast cancer. My both my parents passed away. So, like many women out there at my age our, our age you know go through really hard things and wine became slowly didn't start out that way but slowly it kind of became like my my companion you know my yeah. my bff and it helped soften those edges and then eventually it just helped numb not help but it it numbed and dulled my entire life because when you're numbing the pain of life you're also numbing the joy you are mm. numbing out on everything you know and i was numbing out on everything I would be at an event with my kids and I'd be thinking, oh, when I get home, I'll have wine. I wasn't even enjoying being present because I was thinking, do I have wine at home? You know, what's what's at home? You know, and I was missing life. So anyway, yeah, nothing to numb yeah. out of, you know, even the hard things, you're going to have to go through it at some point. There's no way around the hard stuff in life. So anyway.
1: Absolutely. That's a big point. So you were, what, you were laying in bed when this happened, this moment when you were like, mm. enough is enough. Where were you? Because it was December 31st.
0: Yeah, so I haven't had a drink. I haven't had any want alcohol. I've I've had wine, but alcohol free wine, which actually I keep finding better and better ones.
1: Ooh, um, share, yeah, yeah, sure if, if, yeah.
0: I've got a whole list. Probably I should have wrote wrote it down before I got on. Yeah, I mean for me, it wasn't like one event. It wasn't like I didn't have a rock bottom. I didn't have you know an event to broadcast it to the world. I just it was like the snowball of feeling like crap every mm. morning, waking up at three o'clock in the morning. You know, dizzy. Thinking like, oh my gosh, I did it again. Instead of just having one glass, because it always started out like, I'm just gonna have a glass, I'm just gonna have a glass, I'm just gonna have a glass of wine. I'm making dinner, I'm gonna have a glass of wine, or I'm microwaving dinner, whatever I'm doing, you know. Or we're not making dinner, whatever we're doing, <laughs> you know. But right. for me, it was just that habit. So it was like I was just so sick of waking up and not feeling good. I, I was coming up on my 50th birthday, and I felt like this is not who God created me to be. I am not living how I know he created me to be. And that was, that was it. It wasn't, there was, again, there was no rock bottom. It was just like, I cannot live like this. I do not want to live the second half of my life in as numbed out zone, you know, mm-hmm. there, he has more for me. So I'm so grateful. I mean, say that I, I mean, there's, there are no words for the joy and the peace that I have since breaking up with alcohol.
1: That's it's, so interesting that you said that
0: because- best breakup ever.
1: Yeah, because I think now I look back now that I've been out of alcohol for quite a while now, a few months, four months, five months or something. Uh I don't know. I'm like, wow, I would have I would have gotten home 15 minutes later because I would have had to go to this store to get the wine so I could have it at the house. And, you know, my son brought wine when we were together in Pennsylvania. And he's like, don't you want wine, mom? I'm going to the liquor store. I'm like, no, 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 I really don't. Yeah, and for a yeah, minute yeah, I was yeah. panicked. I'm like, oh God, we're going to sit around in our little cabin. There's nothing to do. It's cold as heck outside. We always used to have an alcoholic evening right. together, sure, not, sure. not getting right. But just yeah, No,
0: but just, yeah, just that's how you relax.
1: Yeah. I said, just give me some fake wine if they have it. Yeah. And they awesome.
0: did. Oh, that's And it awesome. worked. Good. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. And I think the thing that you know, I fell into that trap of like, oh, I won't have any fun. If I'm out, al- if mm, I'm not drinking yeah. alcohol, I won't have any fun. I won't be able to relax. I won't, you know, I won't be able to go to the party, be, a, be at the girls event. And that's just a lie. It's just a lie, it is so- lie. It's a lie. And it's like, my life is so fun and so filled. And so my creativity is like, you know, opened up because I can think about other things besides my stopping for wine will that lady think I'm an alcoholic if I stop at that store again? You know, when was the last oh, time I was there, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know I'm not yeah. the only mom who's thought that, you know, like, Absolutely not. I'm the only mom was like, a lady at Costco wine shop, she recognizes me. This is not good. <laughs> you know, like when she's like, hey, how are you?
1: Yeah, it'd be the ladies <laughs> night at my summer house. This is embarrassing. Yeah, at my summer house. And then everybody brings their wine, their bottle sure. of wine. And sure. at the end, and everybody's gone, food too. And when you, everybody's gone, you're like, oh my God, oh, look yeah. at how many empty bottles of wine Yeah, this collection of not
0: that many women drank. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had so many, I had so many corks, you know, the corks. I mean, I was saving them. I was going to make crafts with them. I don't know what I was going to do. I could have wallpapered the entire house with corks by the time yeah. I was done. I threw them all away. Yeah. I didn't do anything with them. I was like, I'm throwing these away. They're leaving.
1: I'm sure there are many women listening who are shaking their heads like, oh yeah, I get, th- oh yeah, that's true. So let's go, let's dive back a little bit. Who is
0: Deb? Who are you? Who am I? Just a mom, just a little mom. I live in Kentucky. Didn't grow up here. I grew up outside Philadelphia. Had the most amazing parents. I mean, I literally, like I used to tell people and it's true, like the worst thing that happened to me as a child was we had to eat peas at dinner table. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like it just- So
1: a very lovely- Really, and it's not,
0: both of my parents kind of came from difficult- I would say backgrounds, you know, different difficulties. And they, it was almost like God just took two negatives and made a positive. Like they were just oh, most the wow. wholesome, loving, kind, caring, encouraging parents. I, I won the lottery. So like when people say like some, you know, some people say like, I want to win the lottery. I'm like, I literally feel like i won the lottery. Like I have the most amazing parents. I have children that are healthy. Yeah. I've won. Yeah. That's but anyway, awesome. yeah. So that's me. Oh yeah. So I'm very entrepreneurial. I grew up like, you know, if there was a snow day in Philly, I'd wake up and I'd be so excited. Cause I'd be like, sweet. You know, I'm going to go, you know, snowplow the neighbors driveway and, you know, go down the street and make a hundred bucks today. So I've been very entrepreneurial since I was a kid. So I've, I sell stuff and tchotchkes and that's kind of what I do in my, my, whatever you call it, my job, <laughs> my company is yeah. like, I do, I do logo stuff. So that's my main job.
1: That's your but, main job. Yeah. Yes, so yes, what do you yes. do? Because it seems like you do so much for this Instagram. I I still am having problems. I did a post Are yesterday you? and the stupid oh. words didn't show up. And I was like, what is that? Oh, I that?
0: hate that. Oh, like, I hate oh. that. It's, okay. That is the most frustrating thing when you like make a reel or you spend time on it and then you post it and then it like, doesn't like the lip syncing, is it right? And I'm like, okay, I don't care. I'm not redoing it. I refuse yeah, I to redo any of them. Cause it's like, you know what? Nobody cares. In the end. <laughs> in the end, really nobody cares. Though. It doesn't matter. It's, Instagram. it's true. Well, let's,
1: let's talk because you did have a series of events that brought you to the point where alcohol took more of a position, a front and center position in your life. And I mean, these are kind of big events.
0: Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. So
1: let's, yeah. let's start with uh, where that all kind of started. Would, it, would you say it's when your daughter was sick?
0: Yeah. And it wasn't like when she was sick at the time, I wasn't in a place. At the time alcohol, you weren't. Yeah. Alcohol right. had no place in my life. That doesn't, I wasn't like a non-drinker, I just could take it or leave it. We had mm-hmm. wine at our house, and it was collecting dust. I mean, I, it wasn't right. that I didn't drink; I just didn't care about it. It wasn't; it had no gotcha. place in my life. So when she was sick, I mean, we were in the hospital, and I mean, so she uh, had a
1: hundred and seven fever.
0: Oh yeah. Um, oh
1: my god! Yeah, That's it's a scare the, the Jesus out of me.
0: Yeah, it's an absolute miracle that she is alive. I'm not joking when I say that. Like she was at, she was treated in a clinical trial at the National Institutes of Health, which at the time people didn't really know. Of. Now people know about it because of COVID Everybody right here is at NIH, you know, it's the mecca of where all these trials are done and come out of and stuff. So anyway, she was treated there and yeah, I'll never forget the morning the nurse came in to, you know, they come around do, the nurse comes in and does like almost like rounds or whatever to do your vital signs, take temperature, all that kind of stuff. And I was asleep on the little couch and I'll never forget him waking me up and telling me, I can't remember what it was. It was in Celsius because at at NIH, they do, when they do the temperature, they tell you, they do it, tell you in Celsius. I can't remember now what it was.
1: Yeah. And then you had to figure it out.
0: Yeah. But I mean, but at the time, I mean, this was now however many years ago, 13 years ago. He and I, well, he knew obviously he's a nurse, but like we looked at each other, like, holy crap, like what is going on? So yeah, she had double pneumonia and it was horrible, horrible, horrible. So she had aplastic anemia. The disease that she had was aplastic anemia for anybody who's out there. So for anybody who has ever donated blood or platelets, thank you very much. You are a person that literally has helped keep my daughter alive. She lived on donations of platelets and red blood cells for over a year. I mean, wow. she, would not, she would not be alive if it was not for donations and for just God's healing hand on her life. I mean, it's a miracle. So anyway, she's amazing. healthy and she's, in, yeah, she's a sophomore in college and oh, wow. um, she's beautiful. And just, yeah. So see her like be okay after 107 fever, not, no brain damage. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing.
1: Wow. I'm so glad that happened for anyway. you when you got the trial stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The trial
0: is now closed. The trial works. So the treatment that she got has actually been proven that it's the standard treatment that she got. Cutting
1: edge. You are cutting edge in amazing. all that you do. Yeah,
0: that's God's amazing hand on her life. Yeah.
1: All right. Cool. So keep bringing us through because then okay, we so have I had a string of events.
0: Then she got, you know, she's a remission. And then, you know, after that, it was just like post traumatic stress for me as the mother. Like, what just happened? Like, what just happened? Yeah. I had just come home from China with our second daughter who's adopted from China. Right before Hannah got sick, so I mean, literally 60 days to the day. before. Yeah, you said that. your friend had to take. Yeah, my best yeah. friend. Yeah, Lily lived with my best friend for almost a year. I mean, on and off. Like whenever I was in the hospital, Lily would be at my, my best friend's house. My best friend's name is Kim. I'll cry if I start talking about her because she's okay. She's the best friend everybody should have, but I'll never forget she said to me because you know we had just adopted Lily and so
1: from China. And that in was China. a whole ordeal. Yeah, that that you it was a through. whole
0: waiting game. You know, long, long, long process. That was not easy. And mm-hmm. so, you know, those first couple months, my plan was to just be home with Lily. To you know, not even put her in like the nursery at church or anything. You know, just just kind of protect that bubble of bonding. And so, when Hannah got sick, it was like I could not bring her to the pediatric oncology right. unit. You know, to, to live with me. So she went to Kim's and I'll never forget Kim saying to me, like she would rock her, you know, in the middle of the night or whatever. And Lou was only a year old. She was a year and two months at this point. So she said, um, you know, when I rock her, she said, sometimes I'm, she was so tiny. She was a preemie. So she was like so tiny at a year old. She looked like a five month old, probably. Oh, wow. So Kim said, you know, I'll rock her and she'll be looking up at me sucking on her bottle, you know, and she's like, I'll just pray that God would allow her to see your face instead oh. of mine so that she will continue to bond with you. And she's like, and and this is so true. She's like, the God who parted the Red Sea could certainly allow Lily to see your face instead of mine. And it's so true. It's like, he's the God of miracles and he could absolutely do that. And let me just tell you, Lily and I are very bonded. It's like, we never missed a beat.
1: Do you think it happened?
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I just absolutely like, It's like I've been with her since minute, minute one. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so thankful. Yeah. So thankful.
1: So you get home from all this.
0: Yeah. So there's that. So then, then I got divorced because it was like, there was a lot of other things going on. (laughs) <laughs> got divorced, moved to, and Kentucky. now you're on your own with these
1: two kids.
0: Yep. We had just yep. moved to Kentucky and then I got divorced, got separated about four months after we moved to Kentucky with my ex-husband. Oh good. Because
1: here. now you, you definitely have a rooted, uh, support <laughs> system
0: in yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, 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 this. yeah, Cause now I know, I know no one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and, gosh. Um, so yeah, that was hard. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, and drinking helps. The girls would go to their dads on the weekends. You know, he, he stayed here in Kentucky as well you know, I would have weekends alone and it was just like, it was easy. It was nice to have that time to numb out. So yeah.
1: Sit and watch TV and it's not as lonely with a glass of wine.
0: Yeah. Or a bottle mm-hmm.
1: or yeah. Or a bottle Yeah, or, you know, um, start
0: with one glass and end up, see where we end up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so then, what that. yeah.
0: Then I got remarried about four years later, which that's been wonderful. Married my com sweetheart. It's been great. Great husband. And- then I got Year and a half after we married, two years after we married, I got breast cancer just for my normal mammogram. They found it, which was I'm glad they found it. So mammogram definitely to all the women out there, go get your girls checked. It saved my life. Yep. So I had chemotherapy. Well, I had I decided to do a double mastectomy, and then I had chemo after that. I didn't have radiation.
1: And you're still newly married.
0: Oh yeah, newly married. Well, you know, like a year and a half, two years, and then three weeks after my double mastectomy, my mom passed away, and then 11 months after that, my dad passed away. And uh, my mom had had dementia. My dad had Alzheimer's too, but my mom was a lot further along.
1: Can we um, tell the story about the dad thing? Cause that just shocks me.
0: Oh, oh! I had two sisters and we were all, we we're all very close and very close with my dad. I was, I was very close with my mom too, but my dad had come out here to visit me. So my dad was living in Philadelphia at my sister's house. They'd kind of, we'd renovated a, my sister's garage to make it like a little apartment for my parents. And so my dad was still there in that little area of the house and like a little in-law suite. And my sister and her husband were going to go to Europe for, I think it was for their 25th wedding anniversary, like celebration. So they mm-hmm. planned a trip over there and they were like, we'll send dad out to you. Kind of your to, your I, mom had just passed. My mom had already passed away. Yeah. It was like about okay. 11 months after my mom had passed away. So okay. my dad came out here for me to kind of babysit him, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He was hysterical. I mean, he was just so funny. He would yeah, buy anything on TV. They have those commercials, oh. you know? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we need this Tupperware. We need the air fryer. Call this number. Here's my credit card. So yeah, somebody needed to watch him. So I'm sure there's a lot of women out there like me who like you have a parent that now you're becoming the parent.
1: So, oh, you don't
0: need another this. You don't yeah, need Dad, that. Stop, you don't stop. need it. No, you don't need yeah. it. You're fine. We're fine. We yeah. don't need any more Tupperware. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> So he came out here. We had a great time, great visit. I was through my treatments. I was through my chemo at that point and stuff. So it was really nice. And I said, while well, you're out here, dad, why don't we go to St. Louis? That's where he had grown up. My dad had emigrated from Austria during the war. My dad's Jewish. He'd emigrated during the war. He was two years old with his parents. They were on the last train that got out of That's, Austria. You have to explain this. This is like the Holocaust stuff. Oh he yeah. Was,
1: and they got out. Yeah. The oh, last it's,
0: chance. it's such, I'm not kidding. Like it's such a miracle that my grandmother she waited in lines. I mean, days upon days to get the visa, to get the passports. It was so many hoops to jump through to pay for it twice. Your visas because she paid for it, then she went back to get them, and they're like, "Oh, you have to pay for them. You got to yeah. Pay what, for get, what are you stuff. gonna do? What are you gonna yeah. do? What are you gonna do? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So my dad came here. Anyway, all that to say. So then took him to um, St. Louis. Yeah. So he grew up in St. Louis is where he and his parents lived. And so when he was out here in Kentucky, St. Louis is like four hours away. So I was like, dad, why don't we go to St. Louis and show me around like where you grew up, show me your high school. We'd never been there together. So we drove out there. It was October 16th. We drove out, had a great evening. And then
1: yeah, you guys went to dinner. Yeah, Yep.
0: Everything was great. I mean, you know, he was, he was 80. It's not like he was, but he was And he was aging up, you know, he was, he had Alzheimer's, but he passed away in the hotel that first evening that we were out there, which was beyond shocking to say the least on the one hand, like, I'm really thankful that happened with me as hard as it was in the sense that like my, my older sister, my parents were living with her. My mom passed away, which we knew she, I mean, my mom was going downhill so fast. You knew, we knew she was passing away with my dad. I did not know that was happening that evening but I'm glad that it was me and that my sister, my older sister didn't have to carry the brunt of both of my parents passing away with her. You know what I mean? Like, I know it sounds crazy, but no, that's a very
1: selfless thing you're saying. You know,
0: I just, it was very, it was to say the least, it was hard. And I just, I had the most wonderful dad. I can't tell you. He's the voice that I hear in my head. It says, Debbie, you can do it. You can do it, Debbie, put your mind to it. I know you can do it. I believe in you. I mean, I hear, I can, that's the voice I hear. Cause that's what he always said. He was always so encouraging to, to everybody. So,
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: sorry, now I'm, crying. sorry. I'm sorry. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have this, this. No, but I mean, it's life, right? Talent I mean, we're of doing we're this, all, yeah. we're all, you know, we're, we're going to lose our parents. We're going to yeah. lose people. We love. If we don't have parents. You're going to, you know what I mean? You're going to lose people you love. And it's just part of life, but I'm so Death is part of, of life. It's part yeah. of life. And I'm so thankful that I can grieve with hope. Like, I know I will see my dad again. My dad came to know Christ as the Messiah when he was in high school. My dad became a pastor. I mean, he was a Jewish minister. It's like oxymoron, right? Like jumbo shrimp. Like, how can that be? Right? <laughs> but like, I, I grew up in a house where we celebrated Hanukkah and we had Christmas. You know, like I had a bat mitzvah and I went to Christian school. Like I had both. But both, that's what the Bible is. It's, you know, the Old Testament is, you know, our you can read about our Jewish traditions and the Israelites, but. And, and you used to go out
1: on the streets during the summer and do oh, what? Yeah,
0: and yeah. I yeah, would tell people, yeah, I would pass out tracts. And yeah, New York City. Yep. Yep.
1: I had yeah, a lot, be lot of good times of,
0: time of, of sharing, just sharing. Yeah, sharing God's love and that we can have eternal life in his son, period. So anyway, all that to say, I I'm so thankful that I can grieve with hope. Like I know I will see my parents again. I know, like I have no doubt. And so as much as I miss them, there is such hope. So anyway. Yeah.
1: No, that's amazing. One of the many reasons for this podcast is to collect, connect and share information that will add to your life. It is my honor and pleasure to share products with you that I buy, use, and believe in, that are high quality, sustainable, responsible to our earth, and that actually work. One product I've been using for almost a year now, every day, and now twice a day, with the diagnosis of my Lyme disease is collagen. Collagen is a buzzword right now because collagen is a protein that makes up 30% of our bodies. And like everything else, as we age, we lose it. Fine lines, brittle nails, dull hair, achy joints, dry skin are all part of why collagen is so essential. So let me share why Elaine Collagen, the brand I use, is, in my opinion, more effective than what's out there on those shelves. It is easy to use, tasteless, and dissolves into any beverage. It's non-GMO and it's from cows raised in Spain. And no chemicals are used for its extraction. Bingo! Speak in my language. You can experience the benefits for yourself and receive 15% off by using the code SecondWind, all one word at checkout at elainewellness.com. And if you want to know more about Elaine and her second wind story, listen to her episode. The title is Plot Twist. There's no such thing as anti-aging from March 15, 2021. Now back to the episode. So that happened and now you go back home. You drive four hours now alone back home. Yeah. I mean, and that's just, that's, that's something I can't even imagine having to process like that. And then what? That was October, right? So now you go through November.
0: I'm trying to think. Um, Yeah, then November was was a year for my mom passing away. Yeah, I just, you know, kind of numbed out, you know, just, I mean, I was, nobody would know, nobody knew that I was struggling with alcohol. Like I was functioning completely fine. Like I have a business. I was showing up for meetings on time. Like it wasn't like I was like, people would be like, what's going, you know? There wasn't anything, right. it just in my own head, I was thinking about wine so much more than I ever did. It was because right. it was helping me, you know, it, I thought it was helping me get through hard things. But
1: and then you said on December 31st, because that's like, you know, everybody's yeah, like 2020. Oh, oh, yeah. So 2020
0: happened. Yeah. Here we go into the yeah. pandemic. And I remember thinking like, you know, everybody's running around to get toilet paper and Clorox wipes or, you know, everything. And I was like, as long as I have wine in this house, I will, yeah. be you know, we're all in People had a like, problem with that. Yeah. So I was huge like, wine sales. Huge wine sales. Yeah. And none of the liquor stores closed, right? I mean, everything else is closed. Like my friends, We call that essential. Yeah. It's insane. It's so insane. But um, so yeah, at the end of 2020, I was just like, okay, I've had enough. Like I cannot live like this. So yeah, it was December 31st, 2020 was my first day completely free from alcohol. And I didn't think I would make it to day two.
1: (laughs) So with that in mind, what- How did you deal with that? And what did you do that brought you to where you are sharing all this information? And now you're doing deals with different companies and it's just so cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's tons of different sober programs, sober curious programs. So I would just encourage whoever is listening. If you're, you know, if you're wondering about your relationship with alcohol, I would just encourage you to follow. That was how I started was just, I started following people on Instagram who were, I was sober curious, you know, I was just curious Mm -hmm. about it. There was a lady that I followed. She lives in England and she's just a normal mom. Like she doesn't have a sober program or anything. And I just remember being like, so amazed. Like she was so out, she she kind of was sober out loud. And I had never really, there's a huge sober community on Instagram. So I would just encourage anybody to plug into something, find a community, find a group to plug into. So, so I've plugged into different groups and stuff. And that has been very, very helpful to say the least, just to have that connection. And to have right. somebody that you can talk to about, you know, I'm struggling. Or, I mean, you know, there's still days where I would like to pour a glass of wine. You know, I would like to numb out from hard times. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, absolutely. I get but that. Yeah,
0: yeah. On about day ten, day, yeah, about day ten of being alcohol free, I was like, I needed like a creative outlet to share the alcohol free drinks that I was finding because I needed those replacements. It was like I, I could not just say I'm only going to drink coffee and water. And not right. give up my wine. I wanted something to replace it with. So I started my Instagram. Plus you have handle. all the glasses, right? I have all the glasses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. I have all the glass for it. let's use it. So, yeah, so on January 9th, 2021 is when I started mocktail.mom um my Instagram and just just started almost as therapy for me to like put it out there like there's all these drinks and things that I was finding and anyway. So, yeah, so it's just kind of grown a little bit from there and grown like- a little bit. It's just been so fun. It's been so fun. You told
1: me you didn't really have an Instagram presence or knew much about it when you started.
0: No, I didn't know anything. No, I had, I mean, it was, I started the account. Like I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: And you just said, I'm going to just do this. Did you have any expectations of what would happen? No, I mean, I, it was just an outlet for you. It was really, yeah. And if somebody wanted to jump in.
0: Nobody was jumping. No. I mean, I was literally making videos of me making like, you know, drinks and stuff. Nobody was watching. I mean, it was literally just for I mean, I was making them for people as if they would watch, maybe. I mean, I had like, I don't know. I remember my very first follower was Teetotaler Wines. So there's a good one for you to try. It's an alcohol-free wine. She's out of Canada. She was my very first follower. And I'll never forget. I was like, who's, following? who's following me? Who knows? Because exactly. I didn't tell, I didn't tell my husband I was taking a break from alcohol. I was like, anybody in my real life, nobody knew. Because I didn't want the judgment. I was like, I don't want, number one, I didn't want anybody to think I had a problem. Because I was at that place where it was like, you're either an alcoholic or you can drink. And there's no place in between. And what I've learned now is there's a huge place in between. You don't have to say any, you don't have to label yourself as anything to evaluate your relationship with alcohol or take a break or say goodbye to it, you know? So yeah, sorry. So yeah, Teetotaler Wines is a good one to try. They were my first follower. So yeah, I just, I, it was for me. And now, now it's still for me. It helps me so much. I get so many messages from people yeah. who, you know, find a good drink or, or encourage. I mean, I don't share about anything that I don't genuinely love period. I mean, I'll have companies send me stuff and like, if I don't like it, I, I just, I would hope that everybody would be that way, but I know that's not how it works. But yeah, if I love it, I'll, I would love to share it. Cause I want other people to know there are so many alcohol-free options. You do not have to drink alcohol to have something good to drink or to have fun. That's
1: awesome. And so, so you started out with the one follower. Now yeah, you're at what? Yeah. I didn't look recently. Um,
0: right now. I think, I think it's like, 3,500 or so. So, I mean, it's that's, I think that's amazing. Cause I started with zero
1: a year ago and I have like right. 540 something. And to me, I look at people like you and I'm like, oh, that's not very good. But to me, it's like, just wow. have fun,
0: Yeah. And there's no, like I, you can't compare your, yeah. That's the thief of all joy and all, You're right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's just the thief of everything is that comparison game. And unfortunately, I think social media just, you know, kind of puts that on us so much. It makes you do it. Yeah. Yeah, I just been having a great time.
1: And what happened? So how did these companies, these companies found you and how does that work? They just say, Hey, we see you on Instagram. Are they thinking that you can help them promote their alcohol-free products?
0: I mean, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll have companies send me stuff to try and then we'll promote it. Like I just had on, on Monday night. Cause I do a, a live every Monday night. I do a live, mm-hmm. sometimes we'll do lives in between and stuff, but I have a scheduled Monday night, 9 PM Eastern time live where I make a mocktail. I call it making friends and mocktails. And it's just to make a friend connect with somebody live on Instagram and to make a drink together make an alcohol-free drink. And so this last Monday I had all the bitter on. So they're the first, one of the first alcohol-free bitters companies. So if anybody's looking for bitters, that have no alcohol in them, all the bitter. And yeah, like right before we went live, he gave a code MocktailMom15. He's like if anybody uses MocktailMom15, you'll get 15% off. So like I don't get anything from that, but I love their products and it helps them grow and they're a small mom and pop company and um then there's other companies that like have affiliate deals and stuff like that. So I you know, I like that kind of sure.
1: Sure. Sure, why not? Why not? And why not? in the I- end you're serving others and you're 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 spreading this idea. And you're sharing that hey, you can you can be sober free and still enjoy totally
0: holding the pretty glass totally with the liquid inside and some of them are really good. Oh no, some of them, Wendy, are amazing. Yeah. Have you tried okay? Have you tried Sweet Haven Tonics? No. Okay. Um, code is mocktail mom. It'll give you 15% off. They are amazing. It's like the easy button. I had her on, when was it? Two, three weeks ago, maybe they're little tonics. She make, hand makes them, hand. They're handcrafted in Minnesota. She like peels all the stuff, chops the paste, wow. like amazing. They taste delicious, and it's like the easy button because all you do is add some soda water to it. It tastes like a cocktail, like you would think hundred percent, like somebody's just handed you a cocktail to a restaurant. And really, it's, it is, it's like it's like an ounce of her tonic or maybe a little less, and then like four ounces of sparkling water. Amazing, they're delicious. Absolutely. Anyway, I have to try so, yeah. That. so yeah. So yeah. So like for her, for example, she reached out to me, I guess it was December and said, Can I send you a sample of the products? And that was how it started was just can I send you a sample of the products to try? And I was like, sure. And if I like them, I'd be happy to talk about them. And I genuinely oh, so like good. was happy to talk about them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I love doing that, I love connecting people.
0: Yeah. With things yeah. that I
1: love. Because if, yes. if I feel like if it works. If you on, love it. Yeah.
0: Yes, no, whether it's that little thing that takes the hair off my face, what's that thing called, you know, whatever, <laughs> I'll share it, you know, like you want to share what you love, yeah, what's working, yes, so I want people to be able to hit the easy button on alcohol free drinks that taste good, so you have not had alcohol now
1: on just because you do- you choose not to. it's not correct. for any other reason now,
0: correct. How many
1: days is it now?
0: I think today's three ninety six I think, but and again, the only reason I count is just like, I, I I have this little calendar where I put stickers on. And so I kind of have been counting. I literally look like a little kindergartner. Like I have a little like, good job. Well done. Wow. I mean, I have these little stickers from the Michaels. That's so cute. I count not because it's like drudgery or whatever, but to me, it's like, it's so exciting. Like I look at that number and I'm like, I'm almost at 400 days, 400 days when I literally didn't think I was going to make it to the first weekend. First, I just, yeah. I didn't think yeah. I was going to make it. I thought, how can you live without alcohol? Anyway.
1: That's, that's anyway. amazing.
0: Yeah. That yeah. that so is it. That's life is you. good. I want people to know you can still have fun and still have, you know, wonderful things to drink and your life is only gonna get better. Like nothing, nothing bad has come from my life since I gave up alcohol. Nothing. Only positive things. Everything's better. So
1: so, but that doesn't mean that. Do you think someday, like maybe when your daughter gets married, or there's an event? Do you think maybe? Have, yeah,
0: maybe. You haven't yeah. said. Yeah, I'm answering you. I feel like I knew what I was. Gonna, you were gonna ask. Yes, yeah. No, no, I, no. I'm. I, I'm, I, I haven't like said. It. I haven't said like never, ever, ever, ever. You know. I think for me at this point in my life, I feel like a switch has gone off where it's like I'm like I don't know that I can just have a drink. You know? Like oh a, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Where like yeah, ten years ago before I. Before alcohol had a bigger part in my life, like I could have had a drink and didn't matter to me. So I don't know. Maybe I will, or maybe I'll just bring my no seco, you know, or no we'll seco. You know what I, I mean? Or, or we'll yeah. serve Shirley, or we'll serve Joyous. I mean, there's so many good alcohol-free wines that are available. So, and yeah, we'll so put I don't some know
1: some of those I in know. our, on our show notes for oh, yeah, people for who sure. want to give it a whirl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And I have on my website, I think it's on there where like, you can get like a download and it has some of the alcohol-free wines that I like. I mean, there's some that are some. Oh, that so are you have a website. More. Mocktailmom.com yep. it is your website. Oh. Mocktailmom.com. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a little subscription box. So like we're doing that like every quarter. So I just did my first one. It was so fun because I sent out the box with mocktail in- ingredients in there. And then I had an event where if they wanted to, if people wanted to join on Zoom, we made some mocktails together and just kind of connect, had a place to connect. So it was, it's more than a box. It's actually just, it's the box and the experience of having mocktails together. So well, call them alcohol-free drinks, whatever you want to call them. Some people don't like the word mocktails. It doesn't matter. I think that
1: me. I wanted to say that I think it's interesting that you're like, I'm not just, I'm not so sure I want to go there with the actual alcoholic beverage. and. I totally get that because I was like, you know, I'm out to this dinner with my husband and I'm paying $32 for whatever this entree is. I would like to have a nice Sauvignon yeah, Blanc with that. sure, sure. Like one's not going to kill me. It's probably not good with all right, the medication. No, no, I'm but on yeah, one, but, but, right, but I'm like, let me right. just try it. Yes. And I'll tell you what, when I was done, I'm like, why did I even bother? Oh, yeah. I Do have you know what else? I mean?
0: Yeah. Oh, I totally know. Yeah. So I'm like, for now me, I I'm have like, the it's, the not, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to have a guilt, but yeah, just start over. Know,
1: I had to apologize to my liver. I'm like,
0: yeah, yeah, why? I had to write a big sorry sorry apology note to my liver, yeah,
1: yeah, and like you're on all this medication. I just threw this into the mix, please forgive me. You know, it's just,
0: yeah, it's It's very
1: interesting that you said that, and I think that's that's important for people to dial into really understanding how they feel
0: totally. And for everybody, Everybody it's different. Like, I have no judgment for somebody who can drink or is drinking or has taken a break for three years and then decides to drink at a wedding or, yeah. or, or at a dinner, whatever, like no judgment. I mean, I just know for me, I'm like right now, I don't for today. No. And I don't know about tomorrow. I don't know. That's
1: but, I love that. And why like, do we have to put a period at the end of it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: We don't have to. No, I agree. I think you're right. Yeah. I, think so you're right. I
1: know your time is valuable. You've got lots of stuff to do. If there's, if there's oh, one yeah. lesson. My that daughter, you've or the learned,
0: orthodontist. Yes.
1: Oh, that's so much fun. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, yes. But well, let's close because yeah, I gotta go pick her up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, got you. So the mom,
1: the mom life, the mom life. So tell me, what it, is there one thing that you've learned throughout this process that you would like to share with us? What would that be?
0: You know, for me, just in terms of like my relationship with alcohol and stuff, the one thing that I want people to know if anybody is struggling is that you are not alone. That. Mm-hmm. If you are the mom who you are thinking about wine too much or more than you ever did, or it's helping you get through life, you are not alone. Like there are thousands, if not millions, there are thousands and thousands, and thousands of women who are going through the exact same thing and you do not have to suffer alone. And there is hope for a much better life, whether it's putting alcohol as a smaller place in your life or no place in your life, you know, zero place, whatever it is, there is definitely hope that your life does not have to be on that detox to retox loop Mm. it's a crazy loop of let me drink some green juice in the morning and then you know by five o'clock I'm pouring the chardonnay the the crazy train can end the mommy wine like you said it's it's community find your village find your community there's so many great groups so many like it's there's it's endless so yeah and if anybody has any there's anything I can do to help anybody my dms are open at mocktail.mom and I'm literally I'm happy to answer questions or you do answer I mean, that, I, gen- I genuinely, like, I am so grateful. It helps me to help other people. So is
1: that, what would you find say? A way. You, yeah. What keeps you going every day?
0: It's just fun. I mean, I'm just, it's just fun. You know, I want, I just want my life to make a difference. I, I don't want to just go through life and not make an impact. You know, I'm a small little pebble, right? But each of us, if we, we can make ripples in the, the pond, right? The lake, yes. you want to Call it. you know what I mean? Like, I yes, just I want do. my life to make a difference. So yeah, just like you are with your podcast, like everything that you're doing, it just, you want your life to make a difference. Right. Or it, we have a very short window of time and I spent many years numbing out and I didn't need to. So. Oh.
1: Deb, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. We're, we're all here to serve others and you're doing a huge totally. service to a, to a growing problem. Like it's going, it's growing, not decreasing. Yeah, unfortunately. Maybe unfortunately. Yep. Yeah, but maybe yep. with yep. more, interviews with people like you and all the selfless work that you're doing and the time it takes to do it. I mean, it's just such a gift you're giving everyone.
0: Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you really so much for having me. I'm sorry that I look like a air traffic controller in my kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> but this headphone set helps with the sound. So I don't know if you're putting the recording anywhere, but if you are, yes,
1: we I are. Apologize, people.
0: I am not a air traffic controller.
1: No, you look like a fun hip hop totally timely kind of gap like <laughs> let's go make a cocktail kind of game. let's make a cocktail yes. let's go yes let's go wendy so, you're
0: awesome thank you thank so, you much, so for, much thank you so much for asking me to do this with you i really really appreciate absolutely. it absolutely
1: thank you we're BFS right. now big time and cheers to you yes yes and until next time breathe in your second wind thank you for listening today i hope that something you heard made you smile made you think and made you feel